0: Australia, jeez, it gets a bit loud when you do that in the office, I'll tell you what. That's right, it's NBA Australia, it's Wednesday hump day, December 13. Have you done your Christmas shopping? It's only 12 days left, Gaz. Jeez, you better watch out. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a good website, it's called CodeBet. Uh, you can also see My Ugly Mug on Fox Sports Lab NBA, CodeBet Daily, Fox Sports Lab NFL. Uh, there was actually a recording today of... Uh, NFL Australia as well, Gaz, because mm. I am here in the Cobet Studios, aka the James Clements Excellence in Mo- Podcasting Memorial Studio, but I am joined by a special guest, Gaz, co-host of NFL Australia. What's going on, Gaz? Man, I'm just here for the beers.
1: Just here. I was I was going to sit here quietly and not really really contribute, and then you've you've drawn drawn attention to me twice in the uh, in your in your cold open. So I might
0: I might keep on doing it. <laughs> That's all right. uh, Chaos day today. Draymond just started doing you know a bit of punching on. Because that's what Draymond Green does. I don't know much about the NBA, but isn't that kind of what that guy's known for? Yeah, it's just what he it's does.
1: What he does.
0: Uh, so we'll talk about that in the other five games in the NBA Australia game round. We've got That's Not a Knife, Old Mate, No Mate, Spud of the Night, Better Than Lonzo Ball. We've got Yeah, Nazzy, Unpopular Pin of the Day in our bag take house. We we're serving up a flame-grilled take. I'm going to do this all pretty quickly because it's like, yeah, we've had a chaos day in the office. So... Uh, I'm going to throw to Gaz every so often and just go, what do you reckon about that? And he's going to go, oh, I don't know, man. Oh, my, my. <laughs> it's going to be good. Uh, but we have just taped an NBA or an NFL Australia, so we'll just keep Gaz rolling. It's like that's what we're paying him for. He's like, wait, I get paid? The answer NBA's. is no. in in, in, that, in that sweet, sweet, sweet. In the McFanning. Ma- we're, we're getting tucked into the McFanning XPAs. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, we'll pick and prove you a really awesome slate of games tomorrow, though, as well, which would be fun. So Let's get into it. Episode, no, nah, what is it, 1004. Jeez Of NFL Australia NBA Australia Jesus I've, You've thrown me I've thrown,
1: I'm just here Just it's quietly what just being there. myself Jim
0: <laughs> oh, you I Don't make me. this about me Anyway It's NBA Australia episode 1004 Let's go This is Joe Ingalls And you're listening to NBA Australia Watch out for the Shaq attack. Ah, you better, you better watch out for the Draymond attack. If you're a big uh, European gentleman, basically, if it's not Rudy Gobert, a <laughs> seven foot three Frenchman, your Yusuf Nurkic, the Bosnian bear, Draymond Green just might be really racist. Like that's just maybe like, he's kicking Stephen Adams in the nuts. He's punching LeBron James in the loaf. I don't know. It's just. Just saying, there's a lot of big white dudes the ones, like punching on with there, as well as LeBron. Either way, a weird day in the association. When isn't it, I'll tell you. But we'll start with, you know, the way we start every show here with the daily whip around. We are two days away from the uh, sort of, it's not, it's like an unofficial sort of trade uh, marker where folks who signed a big, Deals in the offseason can, you know, suddenly be traded again. Uh, Basically marks the opening of trade season, really, in the NBA. So we've got a lot of dudes who suddenly become eligible, which is pretty fun, pretty weird. That's why you keep hearing all the chatter about the likes of Zach Cakes, Adam Levine, uh, where you'll hear a lot more about the Raptors, because we've got 30 teams with dudes who are now eligible to be moved or aggregated into trade. So pretty fun, pretty weird. I've actually got a list here too. So, what are, what is it? December thirteenth. We'll get into that tomorrow, and I'll talk about the who would I trade for? Like who would I be angling to dig away from their current team? And the list is probably shorter than you think, Gaz. It feels like trying to like it's weirdly similar to the NFL, which we talk about each week,
1: mm.
0: where even though you've only got your five dudes on the court at any one time. It feels like a lot of these teams are really sort of salted on. They've got their shit together for the most part. And it's like the desperate shit teams are the ones that are like, we need to shake it up and fix stuff. And then Chicago came out today. They're the ones who are like, we've got DeMar DeRozan on an expiring deal. We've mm-hmm. got Zachy Cakes, Adam Levine, who's just being a pain in the ass and very clearly doesn't want to be here. But we're also paying him like close to $40, 50000000 million a year. So it gets a bit tough to trade a motherfucker when he's making that much money. And the Bulls were like, nah, we want to add pieces that'll help us win now. It's like, you guys are idiots. Just fucking burn the place down to the ground. What are you doing? And Toronto, they're like this weird middle ground of like OG Ananobi, Pascal Sycambe, Siakam. Four dudes on that team. They just don't seemingly know how to play well together. And it's just a consistent head fuck. And then you got Smokies, like the Warriors. So Draymond, this is the big story today. Draymond just goes... What are you doing? Hey, Yusuf, get off my b- Fucking bang! And just like lays into the motherfucker, right? Goes hammer and tongs. It did feel like the Warriors, who were already shit, might get pushed over the precipice here, I think, from this point, where they've got old-ass Clay Thompson, who has been there with Steph Curry for years. They have oh, won four they rings. Yep. They've got Draymond. Those two dudes are making a lot of money. Mm. The Warriors are also shit, could this be the point we see them just go, ah, yeah, fuck it. I'm sick of dealing with this. Steph, is it okay if we trade your buddies? And Steph goes, yeah, to be honest, yeah, that wouldn't be bad, I reckon. <laughs> like, this could be the moment, Gaz. What do you reckon? It's as
1: common as an NBA thing. Obviously, what happens in the NFL, and I'd take that as my point of, uh, of knowledge, is that they'll just try and trade a dude, and when that doesn't happen, they just go, you know what, fuck yeah, we're just going to cut you and uh, have them pass through waivers and then they sign with a more team-friendly deal. Is that, a, is that an NBA thing?
0: <sighs> the thing is with the NBA, you've got the guaranteed contract, so yeah. you can't waive a dude. You, If you can, if you do waive the dude, you, you still have to him, pay mate. them that entire contract. So yeah, okay. You can then spread that contract out over a bunch of years with the stretch provision, but you've seen that happen with like dudes like Darren Williams who I personally fucking just detested watching in Brooklyn because he was hit a point where he was making that much money and just couldn't do anything though because he was mm. just – old and had copped too many injuries. So Draymond and Clay, you can't do that because they've still got enough trade value that you're just like,
1: oh, look, we'll something for we'll them. we we'll have yeah. get to
0: maybe move them. The thing is for someone like Draymond, like who the fuck wants that guy? It's like, hey, do you want an aging guy who doesn't give you much on offense, is a good defensive marshal, but also loses his fucking mind at the drop of a hat and tries oh, to take probably... out every European big dude that he sees? Like, if you're... I don't know, who's a tall UK dude? If you're the dude, if you're Ian McKellen, the dude who played Gandalf gas, <laughs> like he, he looked pretty tall in those movies. I don't know if he's tall in real life, but fuck it hell. If he walks down the street, is Draymond gonna fucking try and deck him? Like, what are we doing here? So it's a strange situation they find themselves in. And I've got a feeling this should be if I were I obviously I'm not in charge of the Golden State Warriors. But if I were, I'd be like, This is a fucking opportunity right here. Mm. Draymond's fucking done it. This is like, we've already talked to you about this shit, man. I've got to be myself. Can yourself not be punching on with everybody you see, you fucking idiot? This is it. It's like Jordan Poole got traded, the teammate that he punched last year. They traded Jordan Poole. And now Draymond's like, well, if I can't punch Jordan Poole, I've got to punch somebody. It's like, dude, can you just punch, I don't know, a bag, nobody? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be good. Anyway, so it's fucked. It's a mess. I'd be like, yeah, pack her up, boys. Draymond, on your bike. We've talked about this. You're now a detriment. Fuck you. Oh, but I'm a great teammate. Nah. Not me nah. punching dudes in the head nah. and causing havoc and losing his games. Well, he's no longer punching his own dudes. True. So that's you still, know, a step up. Yeah, at least it was a dude who was uh, on the Suns. Yeah. Uh, either way, Clay, also a bit of a shell of himself. But it's like you look at a team like the Wolves, look at a team like the Nuggets, you're like – how are these Warriors team ever going to match up with these dudes? And I just don't see it. So, anyway, the other little bit of news that popped off today: the Washington Wizards could be the Virginia Wizards. What? What? Ted Leonsis is going to move the Capitals and the Wizards, the two teams that he owns, a uh, couple to of cases down the street, move them just you know over there out of the DC. It's weird. What? Have you been to Washington? You've played Washington. You. You're-
1: the band I'll play, play Washington, yeah, right? Yeah, i played a gig in Washington. Um, it's just, what, what is, it? is it? Is it the whole Mason-Dixon thing? Are we just going to, you know what? Are we just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: need to <laughs> capture to that southern sides. audience. We want to change sides. <laughs> right? We want to own people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ted Leons is just really into <laughs> slavery, reportedly, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, uh, Washington's uh, like,
1: yeah, when you look at Washington versus, it's usually you don't want to go to smaller markets.
0: I think it's just like, oh, well, we can we can build a new arena and have like heaps of space. It's like, yeah, and then people have and got to. No one's going to turn up. <laughs> it's like you've got a really good spot where they are, but oh well, DC is like just a strange city anyway because it yep. does have with the river, basically splitting Virginia and Arlington and all that sort of stuff. Right? Um, it is nicely laid out. It does. DC is like a strange one where it's like a lot of straight streets, yeah, cutting through stuff. It's very well laid out as opposed mm. to a lot of the chaotic sort of other Eastern Coast and East Coast cities in. Um, yep like New York, Boston and stuff, which all, a lot of, you know, it's like the lay of the land kind of almost yeah. roads for a lot of them. But but it's a weird market
1: too, right? Because there's a lot of people in in and D.C. Out. Yep. who are not from D.C. So, so maybe they're just leaning local. on that.
0: It's like similar to Detroit. I think the Pistons did their thing of like, oh, we'll we'll go out into uh the burbs because yeah. we want to capture the burbs and went, actually, this is fucked and then moved back into the city. Yeah. It feels like the Wizards are doing the opposite. So, Mm. I don't know. It's not that far, though. So, it's like 10 miles. So, you know, it's very close to the center of everything, but still strange, whatever. Uh, Other little bits of news. There was very little else really today because Draymond just whacking Yusuf Nurkic sort of took everything. Uh, You have Nikola Jokic being tossed today as well after... like the refs are out of control, I think, at this point. And then you see something like Draymond... Uh, lose his fucking mind and punch on again. And you're like, ah, this is what the refs have got to deal with. But at the same time, today we had a tech called for hanging on the rim where there's a dunk and it's like, all right, my natural motion is going to swing my body underneath this and then I'm going to have to swing back and let myself go so I can drop normally. Yeah, That's how you dunk, Gaz, and that's how you like don't hurt yourself. Yeah. You don't get a tech for hanging on the rim for trying to dismount the rim fucking safely. These refs are fucked. On top of that, Jokic got kicked out today in Chicago on Serbian night of all fucking nights for kind of drawing at the ref. I'm like, motherfucker, if this is like the litmus test for being kicked out of a game, Draymond's not seeing like the fourth minute of the first quarter of every game. (laughs) And then, of course, Draymond then spins out today and fucking loses his mind and the Warriors lose as well. So these refs, I keep fucking saying it till I'm blue in the face. Every ref that c- cops a rescinded tech foul should cop a, an at least $25,000 fine. That's a big chunk of your pay packet. Mm-hmm. So you have to be very fucking certain that you deserve the tech. And I can back it up because you did this. None of this willy-nilly bullshit of like, ah, oh, he looked at me a bit weird and I felt threatened, so I had to give him a tech. It's like, No. Even Stats Boy today, our little guy, Stats Guy Gaz, he was like, yeah, there's this great clip in the Euro leagues where the ref like takes the player over, chats to them, goes, this is what happened. This is what I thought I saw. I might have fucked up. I'm sorry if I did, but this is what I th-. basically explained his motives. Mm-hmm. And the player was like, cool, sick, no problems. On we went. Instead, we're getting Nikola Jokic kicked out 16 minutes into a fucking game. Uh, Two time MVP. Stacey King. Ke- well, even the Chicago Bulls announcers are like, yo, what the fuck? Dude, don't kick him out for th-. it's like that's the opposition announcers going, yeah, yeah. Don't kick what him out fuck? for that, you yeah. fucking idiot refs. And that doesn't ever happen. So anyway, the other games today, flying quickly through this, Boston Cleveland. It was a weird game. Uh Boston were getting their asses kicked guys. And then they turned it around very quickly. They're still down ten after the first quarter. Uh, and then put the fucking hurt on the Cavs in the third in the yeah. Into the second quarter, and then across the third and the fourth quarter, they just sort of eked out the league, and away they went. Donnie Mitchell had an all right one. He had 29 points, 5 of 13 from three. Struce with 5 of 11 from three. Garland, God, I love him. He went 4 of 8 from downtown, 26 and 7. But, God, they miss Mobley. The big man, Evan Mobley. Without him, this Cavs' defense is a mess. Uh, they lose this one. Tatum has 25, 10, and 5. you got 21, 10 for the extreme zinger meal. I think we've got that button here. Press the button, Jim. Where's the button? The zinger button. The extreme zinger meal. Told you. <laughs> 25 for Jalen Brown have as well. Those th- you don't have those things ready to go for NFL Australia. <laughs> I really don't. I've got a lot of – I've got a 1,000 episodes to lean on with yeah, uh, NBA cool. Australia, though, guys. Yeah, cool. so. uh, 17 for Derek White. He was awesome. He hit five threes as well. And he basically had these moments throughout that third quarter where – just put, them, put the Celtics over the top and away they went. Good win because the Cavs came out firing. This is the sort of weird trap game that you can sort of trip over yourselves when you're Boston. Uh, big line. I think it was like 11.5 by the time I was betting it, and uh, they only win by seven, but still. Dallas. Oh, Actually, let's do what were their records. They are now 17-5 the Celtics, 11-0 at home. Not bad. If you don't lose at home, guys, you're doing all right. And the Cavs, 13-11. Hmm. and 11. Seven and five away. What else we had? The Lakers losing the Mavericks. This was a sick game. 127, 125. Lakers threw the kitchen sink at it in the second half. Uh, but Dallas, it was sex em up time. Guys, we're gonna sex them up. Dante sex him. X go and give it to you. That's what he did. (laughs) The fucking pride of Seaford. Uh, see home? Seaford. One of the two. The Tarn Eat Terror down there in the western suburbs of Melbourne. Um, AD went for 37-11. LeBron goes for 33-8-9. Austin Reeve goes for 22. All Lakers fans want is for somebody else to do fucking anything at this point. Touring the Red Bull Prince hits five threes, goes for 15, but zero are the buckets and uh, very little else. Max Christie, nothing. Rui Hachimura goes 3-9. and D'Lo goes 3-9. and nine. And uh, Lakers drop short because Sex em Up goes for a huge 26-4-3. Shoots eight of ten from the uh, field, seven to nine from downtown, and Luka Doncic had seventeen assists. That's ridiculous. He had thirty-three points, six rebounds, seventeen assists. That dude cut it up. Grant Williams hit five threes as well. He returned and thirty-two a season, and I believe that's a season high for uh, Hardaway the Lesser. He went five of ten from three as well. It's a huge win for the Mavs on a back-to-back. The mash unit Mavs hit twenty-one of forty-three from downtown. Gaz. If you can shoot 43, 48% from downtown, you're feeling pretty good. Mm. If you give up 51% from three and still win, you're fucking legendary. That's mm. incredible. They let the Lakers go 15 to 29 from three and still fucking won. That's awesome. So great job by not, the Mavs. Was it just a shootout with no defense?
1: Or well, 127-125 on
0: was more about the Mavs just holding their nerve and Luca doing some sick shit and Dante Exum literally dropping some bombs late that helped them get over the fucking hump. He is playing his ass off as the Aussie. I'm loving this because all of us who were still left stranded on Dante Exum Island, we're just like, all right, we're scrounging for food. We're eating each other. We're, like, trying to, like, fucking choke out tortoises and shit in the shallows. Turtles. Tortoises wouldn't be in the no. shallows. They'd be on land. Yeah. They're a land animal. Mm. <laughs> the, uh, the point being, Dante Exum Island was sparsely populated. <laughs> but. All of us had followed him through the boomers' campaigns and we like, right, he's in Europe, uh, doing okay, staying healthy. That was the clear biggest point when it came to Dante. His dad passes away very sadly, Cecil. We love him. Geelong super cat legend. And what happens after that is Dante just goes, cool, bit shit, do my boomer stuff, go sign with Dallas, gets thrust into the starting lineup. And all he's done since is kick ass and take fucking names. So I'm absolutely loving all things Dante at this point. Uh, last few games, he's had 23, 16, and 26. They've won all of them. He started the Utah game as well. They won that. That's four straight. Dallas, they're rolling. They're now 15 and 8. Sexton's looking great. This is the weirdest part. I'll talk about this quickly in Yanars yeah, in a second, but. He's the exact sort of two-way guard they need. So love that. Lakers, that's a tough loss, 14 and 10. What are you doing? They done fucked up. I picked them. I was wrong. Denver, our last of Chicago, even without the Joker, as I mentioned. Aaron Gordon had 14, 17 for MP Joe, and 25 for Reggie Jackson. Uh, but the real big thing for me was Christian Brown. Brown. Christian Brown and Julius Strother uh, hit a couple of threes, as well as Justin Holiday. So if you've got your bench, gas. Just hitting six threes, sometimes that makes all the fucking difference. And against a team like the Bulls where it's basically Kobe White's going to hit a bunch of threes and everyone else is fucked. It makes a huge difference because, what, three? I think three made threes total from the bench of the Bulls. They went 13 to 40 from downtown totally. 14 to 30, it's like a Missy Elliott, flip it up and reverse it, 14 to 30, (laughs) Uh, for the Nugs, and they win the game because they sort of just kept their noses in front even without the joker, which is huge because without Jokic, Jokic, like, they should fall apart. They don't have Jam and Jamal Murray. They're basically without their two best players. They hold on, they win. This is huge. Just their size between Gordon Porter and, you know, Reggie Jackson fucking driving relentlessly. It's very cool, very good win. Vooch had 26-16-5 because he loves going hammer and tongs against other big Euro dudes. He's like... Nikola Jokic, yeah, I've drank one with you. You're a lot better than me. Fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off. Uh, Kobe, Kobe White had 27. He's amazing. I love him. 27 and 8. But still, Bulls, still shit. 9 and 16. Nugs, 16 and 9. Flip it up, reverse it. Boom. Done. Uh, Golden State, 116. Phoenix, 119. Suns. I called it yesterday, Gaz. The big three would not play together. Brad Beal, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. Uh, Beal played fourth game of the season. KD did not play. So, here we are once more. Booker was awesome in this one. 32 4 and 7. He goes 12 of 23. He had the 5 of 10 for Goodwin. And uh I believe we had a very special guest Eric Gordon pop off for uh, eight points. He's going to pop up again in a second. Um Beal 16 3 and 3, Handy 17 13 and 7 for uh Yusuf Nurkic. Can we get Draymond to punch him in the head every game? <laughs> Like, what do you reckon at this point, Gaz? Would you just hire somebody if you're the Suns and go, Hey, Yusuf, bang! Just every, every so often, just to keep him on his toes, just to get him fired up. Works in the NHL, right? It does. Just get an enforcer. Just bring, bring enforcers into NBA. Is that what we're talking about? I love it. Let's go. And this is the problem with the Warriors. Of their starters, Gaz, how many do you reckon made it to double figures in scoring? Uh, I'm uh, but starters, right? There's f- it's five. Oh, th- I know that much about
1: basketball. Surely double figures, you've got to be in the like f- f- four, four, four range.
0: One. What? One? Steph Curry.
1: That's that's I don't think that's a great, that's not great odds. Do you reckon Steph Curry shot
0: very well today, either? He, he had 24 points. How many shots do you reckon it took him to get to 24? Um, um, this, this seems like a loaded question, Jim. I reckon it's, it's going to be a fucking it's lot. It's 24.
1: <laughs> that's a fucking lot of shots. If you have
0: 24 <laughs> points on 24 shots, that's bad. Yeah. Because eight to 24, Kobe is bad. 4 of 15 from downtown for Steph. Clay Thompson, <sighs> spoiler alert for Spud of the Night, 2 I'm or not, 10. Mate, I reckon I can make 4 of 15. You reckon? From downtown, I'm,
1: I'm not even. I'm not a guarded good.
0: by NBA players. Oh well, that's yeah, a that's story. a tough part. That's, yeah.
1: that's like guys who like I, I could, could yeah. It was kicking. he was kicking from this distance before <laughs> the game. Like, oh, was he though with a defense? <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, Draymond, before he got booted, he had the uh two, two, and two. The chew mm. for chew and chew and chew. Uh, Chris Paul showed a bit of fight in this one. Fifteen points for him off the bench. Twenty for Podemski. But the Warriors are just a mess. I reckon just burn this one to the studs. Keep Steph. Build around him, away we go. And then the final one the Lakers kicked out the Lakers, the Clippers kicked the shit out of the Kings, which I did not expect. They win this by 20, right over the top of them in the second quarter and uh, fucked them up. The Kings, look, both teams on a back to back. Clippers were the, uh, you know, the veteran team. You expect it to be a little bit squirrely, but Kawhi He goes for 31, shot 11 to 14. See so you guys. So twenty four of twenty four shots for us, Steph. Mm. Thirty one on fourteen for Kawhi. Oof, that's a bit better. Just saying. Yeah. Fifteen for James Harden. You might remember him from uh, Oh, the beard. Sixes. Yeah.
1: It's also the problem. Yep. yep.
0: Seven assists, six rebounds. Paul George nine points and three seven shooting. Um, but a lot of lot of bench scoring for the Clippers today. Powell fifteen seven for. Uh, Brown, you had Rusty with eight. You had Tice with eight. Bones with six. They just sort of rolled them in that quarter. And then, like, Fox, five or 16 for him in 25 minutes. He had 14 points. Keegan Murray, Keegs. And it was 17, 15 and 10 for the uh, Suvlaki, King Damatis, a bonus. But Kings just fucking ran out of gas, and that was it. So, backer up, boys. They're there now 13 and 9. Clippers moved to 13 and 10. Feeling good, feeling great. What about an NBA Australia-approved performance of the... Knife. When Jimmy can find the button. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. That is a knife. I'll tell you what, Luka Doncic, because goddamn, that was a good, good, good game from Luka. The, I mean, I already mentioned the, was uh, <laughs> playing stuff through his phone.
1: That <laughs> was easy. It easily just popped out of my phone. Just, Sorry, guys. Of course it. Of
0: course it does. Um, but he had Luca absolutely crushing it, and the way that he went about it, the thirty-three six and seventeen was very cool. Um, AD the 37-11 in the losing campaign, Vooch with the twenty-six and sixteen in the losing campaign, but Booker and Luca were probably the two best today. Thirty-two four and seven for Luca after Booker, and Luca with the thirty-three seventeen is just stupid. But I did mention Kawhi. Like these are the games that you just don't get Kawhi get from Kawhi because he's never playing back to backs. He does, and he drops a fucking 31 point game on your head on 11 of 14 shooting. So not bloody bad. Flip side of that though, who's Spot of the Night? Spud, 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 Spot. Spot of the Night. Spot of the Night. I mentioned him just before it would be your mate, Clay Thompson, two of ten, a horrible game for clay especially in a game where draymond fucking loses he blows his lead starts punching on clay is the sort of dude where you're like all right can you step up and help us out bro and he's like i mean i'll try two of ten from the floor one of eight from three absolutely cooked it but most importantly we mentioned him earlier what did our man eric gordon shoot from the floor gas
1: is like so dream made out the
0: That just died in the ass. I don't know why that died, but that's probably bad. <laughs> it's like I don't know what's happening with this uh, board, but you know, it's probably fine. As long <laughs> as my voice is still happening and coming through, we're all good. Uh, Eric Gordon shoots 3:11. Uh who, however, is Old Mate no mates. Old Mate no Mates. mates. Old mate, no oh no wow, mate. it's coming through the headphones. No mate, no old, mate, okay. no old mate no mates. Old mate no mates. Old mate no mates. Uh that's weird that it came through the headphones, but either way, old mate no mates today is very clearly. I don't know, the bloke who punched on with the big European dude. It's oh, it's it's Draymond. That's because that's what do you reckon? This is like a combination, yeah nah here for you guys. He got suspended five games last time out for choking out Rudy Gobert. A lot of that was to do with uh, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, going, hey, Draymond, can you stop doing dumb shit? And Draymond was like, nah, man, it was fucking great though. I was just protecting my teammate. Isn't this supposed to be a non-contact sport? It is. (laughs) And you choke out a giant Frenchman and here you are. You get a five-game suspension. Hmm. What about if you just start swinging on a giant Bosnian? Like full-blown, just like, I'm fucking buying? For me, this feels like a... 10 game, 12 game, take a fucking seat, dickhead, or we're going to have like real problems kind of vibe. So, yeah, repeat offender. It's not great. It's funny. I mean, it's the gift that keeps on giving for me because I get to yell about the Draymond Green Dickhead of the Week award and it's just continually won by Draymond Green, but. And it yeah. gives you a reason to watch. A team where the lead scorer is 24 points off 24 shots. Amazing. Uh, Panting of the Nice. Uh, This is probably going to go through the thing again, but we'll hope that it works still. Good job, everybody. Producer Gerald fucks off and goes, all right, that's it. I'm out of Everything here. Everything falls apart. <laughs> and it falls apart. Uh, look, the way that Boston came back against Cleveland was a bit of a panting, and you, you could just literally see it. it's like a panting in real time. Like, ha-ha, we're better than you. And you're like, "Ah, oh, that's a bit tough. The way Exham was panting, like, continuously different Lakers as well, though, was pretty amazing because he's just, like, carving. and uh, To quote uh, Clyde the Glide, not Clyde the Glide, uh, what Clyde Frazier uh, he was slicing. He was dashing. He was making a nice one. It was like just – he was absolutely carving up that legacy. And I fucking loved it. So that's a bit of a pants. And finally, better than Lonzo Ball. <laughs> Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think he'll get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. Coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. <laughs> Who was better? Podemski was incredible again. Uh, he's been really good for the Warriors. Rookie – 20 points, plus 18, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal. Shot the piss out of it. 9 of 14 from the floor, 2 of 4 from downtown. Easily better Alonzo Lonzo Ball. All right. Well, the magic tweet of the day. I don't have the uh, drop on this one, so I'll save that for one for tomorrow. Uh, and the Dickhead of the Week, the Draymond Green Award for Dickhead of the Week is very clearly going to be Draymond again. So he's the early leader in the clubhouse, which is always good to see. But let's do some MNRs yeah, right after. I'm going to say this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarron. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark
1: Worthington, or commonly known as Wurtho. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. And
0: you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening
1: to NBA Australia.
0: Alright, let's do some Yeah nails. Brought to you by the NBA Australia Shop. Get your merch, get your merch. Gaz, you better buy a uh, NBA Australia hoodie. Sh- sh- you get sh- a free uh, stubby holder if yeah. you do
1: that. We have them like this time, like in six months time so that it's actually cold and I can yeah, wear Yeah, it's pretty hoodie. fucking hot out there today, so <laughs> right, that's The last thing you need is a hoodie.
0: Buy a t-shirt though, they're <laughs> very nice. There you go. Yeah, the t-shirts are Cut off the sleeves for with her. Exactly. You can cut the sleeves off. you got the nickname t-shirts. you got the logo t-shirts. I'll throw in two stubby holders if you buy a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. They will be the shitty promo stubby holders, but we've yeah. got the other nice ones as well if you want to buy those. Yeah. That'll cost you 10 bucks, but they're very good stubby yeah, when holders. When people come around to my house,
1: I give them the shit ones to use and I use the good ones.
0: Yeah. I do have some great, uh, like, we've got coffee mugs as well for NBA yeah. Australia. Feeling good about that. But mm. also, uh, we went to a um, July 4th party in America. When we were there, living there. Mm. And you're like, cool. What do you take to a July 4th party when you're Australian? I'm like, I'm just going to like roll in with two handfuls of beers yeah. and we're good. And I'm like, I didn't bring a stubby holder. And my mate pops up and goes, don't worry. I've got stubby holders. They were American flag stubby holders. Oh, of course they were. Of course they were. They were amazing, gear. Yeah. Koozies. Are they not beer koozies? koozies? So I actually have some awesome Bruins beer koozies oh, from a million years ago. That would be pretty good. And uh, yeah, either way, we got we got a bunch of good yarns yeah, today from our listeners. Chris Overton, yeah. Now, nah, why is there thirteen games of basketball on? This is for yesterday, mm-hmm. and not one on Foxtel KO. What's the fucking go, Australian TV? I know you already talked about the games today, but what's the go with this, Jim? Yeah, nah, it's fucked. How this sometimes comes about? Uh, they very clearly just had the weird double header of NFL, and so when you've got mm-hmm. your contract with ESPN, and ESPN's like. Well, the double header on Monday, they're going to play at the same time and they're going to be on ESPN1 and ESPN2. And ESPN Australia is going to be like, ah, all right. I guess we're running the NFL on both channels that we've got on Foxtel. So that would be how that goes, Chris, and it's a bit shit, but this is why League Pass, when you pay the uh, surprising low amount, even though League Pass is a pain in the fucking ass most of the time, right? They need to fix it. Because you can't watch multiple games unless there is a day like yesterday where there's 13 games. And it's such a big score bug that that day's games actually still show up when you try to add a video and you can watch multiple games at once. They need to fix that. They've fucked it. But, yeah, that was the one saving grace yesterday. So I had the NFL on the big tally, had the league pass on the laptop and iPad. So, yeah, it was a rough one though. Hey, Jim, says Matty B. Joker ejected this time. Is it a case of these star players feeling too entitled and chirping at the refs too much or the refs being soft or a little from column A and B? I'd be seriously pissed off to pay to attend a game and see the best player on the court get tossed for this stuff. Yeah, nah. Yes. It is definitely column A and column B where the players like yell at the refs way more than they used to, but it's also refs just not being able to deal with it. I think at this point, I've said it time and time again, I think players should get fined way more, like 75 grand for flopping. Every time you cop a flop and like the league office goes, that was a fucking flop, you coward. Pull your head in. But same thing goes for the refs, 25K for a rescinded technical foul where they've clearly just reviewed it. Reviewed a guy. Yeah, because you do get suspended for a game once you hit 16 ticks. So we'll pull that one back. That ref has got to cop one across the fucking knuckles. Simple as that. I just hate it. Like, no, like refs understand this, right? No one is there to see them. We've got this popping off pretty hardcore in the NBL as well. Like, the ref conversation each year in the NBL usually hits around this time as everyone sort of goes, what storylines have we got? Let's yell about the refs. Like, NBA, this happens. NFL, this happens each year. Like, we've talked about this plenty, right? Refs just have these moments. They had it last week uh, in the KC game. They had it sort of seems to happen in KC a bunch this year, but still sucked in. But refs just need to know, yeah, calls it how you sees it, pull your head in sometimes, and don't give fucking willy-nilly texts. It's very simple. In Matty Bassett, E-I-M-B, I love him. My favorite Perth painter. You called it. Beal in, Duran out. Big night for Exum. Could it affect Josh Green's minutes when he returns? Good problem for the Mavs to have. Yeah, nah. There's the old adage, if you've got two running backs, you've got none. Uh, if you've got two Aussies, you've actually got a platoon of killers and they're going to fucking smash her. But it's a really good question because Exum has been so good as a starter and he's returned so well that it's weird for Dallas to be sitting there going, how do we not start Dante from here on out? Because he's always had the talent, but he's always been injured. Mm. And it's like this weird thing. He gets on these runs. He just needs to keep it up and stay fucking healthy, and that's all that matters for me from here on out. The thing for me, though, Josh Green, as good as he's been at times, Dante these last three games has been the player that the Maz thought Josh Green should turn into and quite hasn't yet. So love that. Dan Drusher, yeah, nah, Sexum is the best Aussie in the NBA, and the Great Barrier Reef is number two. Who would have thought that it'd be, we'd be saying that 12 months ago? Fucking no one. Yeah, nah, yeah. Uh, maybe Jingles and or Dyson ahead of Wreath, but on form, Reith right there, giddy fifth goal. Uh, yeah, nah, look, Sexham is carving it up. He's playing his way into the boomer starting five in my brain. And I think the Mavs need to keep starting him. He's playing the best at the moment. Simmons was playing pretty well before he got bounced. Patty's not seeing the court. Neither is Landale. Jingles is playing a pretty good role, but he's not... He's having a very up-and-down shooting year. The grab-bearer wreath is good. Aussie Matty T's crushing it. Josh Green has been up-and-down as well. Sexton might be the best NBA Aussie right now. That's fucking nuts. Even two weeks ago, that would have been nuts. Dyson has been very handy when he started. He's been good, but anyway. Daniel Crawford, Cecil Jr. smashing at the moment. Yeah, nah. With all the crap going on with Giddy at the moment, it's possible that Giddy doesn't make the starting five for the Olympics. Giddy, Mills, Dyson, Greeny and now Cecil Jr. all fighting for a very healthy backcourt. Yeah, nah. Yeah. But I still think you start Giddy as long as he's not in jail um, because I think this is Paddy Mills' spot that Dante is playing his way into. It feels like it's bad to say that, but Paddy Mills is not playing. Mm. So Dante is. If this keeps happening... It gets a lot tougher. Dyson as well. He's been that good as a starter. Greeny has been really good. It might be that thing that Gorge during the Olympics goes right. Paddy, you get getting on a bit there, bud. Maybe it's a bench gunner you got to transition our spirit the old animal dudes. though, right? Huh? He's our spin- spirit animal. He is he's my spirit animal, <laughs> yeah. Patty. I would run through a fuck I'll run through that wall right now for Patty Mills. Uh, yeah, no, nah, Dante yeah. needs a haircut like Cecil had during his Giants and Supercats days. Yeah, no, nah, it's like a sick flat top. You gotta do it, Gaz. I mean, you could probably pull off a sick flat top as well, but yeah, <laughs> otherwise. All right. Unpopular um, opinion of the day. Look, it's probably that Sexham is probably having the best Aussie season at the moment. But I feel like there is a lot of scope though. Jingles might end up being the most successful, but Exxon might end up meaning more to his team if he can keep this up. And Outback Takehouse. We did an Outback Takehouse earlier on NFL Australia. It's Wednesday. That's right. We're getting stuck into the Mick Fannings. So get these around you. We probably don't sell these at Outback Takehouse, but just smuggle a couple in and neck them with your flame-grilled takes. Because today's flame-grilled take is, actually, don't suspend Draymond at all. Just let him go off every time he plays. Try to get that crossover of WWE, UFC, MMA, and NBA audience. That's how you beat the NFL, NBA, only at Outback. Seriously, if you try to combine the fight crowd and the NBA crowd, you'd have the NFL, NHL, so yeah, true. I guess. Add anyway. some NASCAR into that and you'd
1: be
0: right. <laughs> uh, very quick Australian player watch. It's literally just the uh, only x play today of the Aussies, uh, so very – Quickly, just to go through it again, 36 minutes, 8 of 10 from the floor, 7 to 9 from 3, 3 or 4 at the line, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal and a block, 26 points. That's a new career high of three-pointers made as well. Dante, sex him up, X him. Absolutely bloody crushing it. Uh, we could almost probably go for... Actually, that might be a great moment in NBA Australia stat history as well. Uh, Anytime you have an Aussie hitting a career high, three-pointers for Dante today, 7-9 from downtown. Very, very cool because I think the last time that he had his, I think his previous high was like five. So when you smash a career high, By that much, like it's not bloody bad, right? I'm Like, you've made, you got a career high of five, you then go hit seven. Like, you've added to that to a pretty high percentage, right? So it's pretty good. Yeah. So prior to this, Dante's career high three pointers made um, was five or 10 for the Jazz. Back when he was on Utah in 2015, Jesus, that's a long time ago now. Prior to that, as well,
1: where were you in 2015, Jim?
0: I was actually in the States. Uh, this was on the 22nd of January in 2015 against the Bucks. So 2015, I think Bogut would have been off the Bucks at that point. Um, but Jazz Bucks Delhi might have been no Delhi was obviously on those Cavs team because he went to the finals. Maybe Thon. Oh, kung fu thon! But either way, Dante was awesome in that game. He had 15 points, five assists, and then today the seven from downtown. All right, let's do some picks and previews for tomorrow, though, and get the fuck out of here the way we should. Game previews, game previews. Thanks, Inverted Bean. Not a problem, Jim. What? Not even a Patty Mills uh, game day baller. Game day Twitter check in. Yeah, I don't think Patty's posted much, but I think Jock might have actually done something today. So. Let's have a quick look. We've got a Dally update. To- oh, no, there's a Jock update. There we go. Jock chopping it up with uh, Trey Jones and Dougie McBuckets, He's old buddies from the Spurs. And then he's got a uh, – what do you call that? Do you call that lumberjack cheek? Jesus. That yeah. is uh, – that's not a good fit. No. That's like Daniloquin meets, like, Montana, and I don't know if I like it. <laughs> Daniloquin. <laughs> In the first – oh, I'm assuming he's in a thousand awesome. episodes it's the first Quinn reference. Nah. And then he's an awesome dog. He's got the retriever. Oh, there you go. Very nice. Should the in-season – automatic bid. I actually don't mind this, says Jock. Should the in-season tournament be guaranteed a playoff spot? Yeah, nah. I actually – I love that. I think it's good for the team. But then, you know, you don't want them to uh, then fucking pack it up after that. Anyway, um, game previews for tomorrow. We've got nine games which is going to be interesting because I've got to go to our Christmas party tomorrow But <laughs> at some point. We've got Philly, 12.5-point favorites against Detroit. Gaz?
1: 125 points seems a lot It is a lot, NBA. but Detroit
0: are very bad. Oh, so right. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go Philly minus 12.5. Uh, it's only because, like, even though this is in Detroit, Philly, Maxi and Embiid. Embiid's, like, putting up 30 in his sleep at this point. Mm-hmm. Detroit don't have Jalen Duran. The only problem would be just like the late cover by Detroit, hitting a bunch of threes out of nowhere. But I'll take Philly minus 12.5. New Orleans minus 7.5 against Washington. The Wizards are bullshit. Problem here would be like the, uh, oh, we're moving. We need to spur something on. The Wizards have also won three games this season. Pelicans got a lot of size. Let's go, Pels. Minus 7.5. On the road, Charlotte plus 8.5 in Miami. They just played this game the other day. Charlotte covered nearly beat Miami. Charlotte is sneaky. They're not good, but they are sneaky. Plus eight and a half. I'm taking the eight and a half. Atlanta go to Toronto. Toronto, talked about this earlier. Four good players. Don't know how to play good at the same time. I think, however, against Atlanta, which are a little bit bereft on the wings. They've got a lot of good guards in the perimeter. But in terms of the size that the Raptors have, they should win this one pretty handily, especially at home. Minus one and a half. We go on the Raptors. Houston, minus seven and a half against the Memphis Grizzlies. Still no jar. Houston at home are fucking unreal. We're going Houston, minus seven and a half. San Antonio, Bandera, Spurs, plus four and a half against the Lakers. Should we do it? A team that's lost 17 on the trot against your in-season tournament champions. I'm going to go the Spurs plus four and a half because fuck it. They've (laughs) got to win at some point, presumably. The Lakers might rest a bunch of dudes as well. I feel like AD and LeBron might have a bit of a breather in this one, so... I'll take the Spurs plus four and a half. Is this, is this that
1: point in that uh, run where you just put money on the Spurs every week because they are got to win, win at gonna some, win some point.
0: <laughs> Law of averages. Law of averages. <laughs> that's not how it works. But, um, oh, shit. That's actually now two and a half, which screams to me someone knows that that's definitely someone's resting. So we're mm. going the Spurs at four and a half. Mm. Indy plus six and a half against the Milwaukee Bucks. They beat them just the other day in the season tournament, in-season tournament. Uh, I'll take the Pacers again, plus six and a half against this defensively suspect walk. A It's Algonquin for the Goodland Bucks team. The Knickerbockers of New York City taking on the Yaz. Yaz have been bad. They have been weirdly, I think, extremely oddly banned at home. I'm going to check that. Where Utah at home are Oh, no, on the road they're horrible, One eleven. So at home against the Knicks, I still like the Knicks. They've been solid. Six and a half doesn't feel like a massive, massive point spread. We'll go to the Knicks minus six and a half. And then the Nets at the Suns, I'm going to go Brooklyn, plus four and a half on the road in Phoenix. And then it'll be kind of fun. What a weird, fun game set we have tomorrow. Game set, game slate. But we'll talk it all out in tomorrow's episode of NBA Australia. That's right. because so we're done. Uh, we'll be back to dip tomorrow. Quick one tomorrow afternoon after those games are done as well because I've got to run to the Christmas party. But an interesting nine-game slate. Uh, in the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Facey IG. Get over the socials. You know that. NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. You heard him here. Thanks, Gaz.
1: Yeah, no. It's good to, good to observe where you go for half an hour when you're just talking to yourself, mate. It's yeah. good.
0: I mean, you could have jumped in at any point, but your uh, Sixers weren't playing. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's kind of weird.
1: I don't know much about the NFL, NBA, NFL, NBA, apart from Sixers games.
0: NFL Australia this week, we had Goxie. That yeah. was fun. That's yeah, up now, so fun. go check it out. Yeah. Uh, get around to nbastrad.com slash shop. Get your merch, get your merch. And, of course, cricket today. That's a lot of cricket. Yeah, it's, it's a lot, lot of, of it today. Yeah, it's a lot of cricket all the time. So if you are into cricket, subscribe to Cricket today. Uh, check us a rating and review across all of your podcast apps as well, as, as well of course, as well. For all of those, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, whatever app you use on the Android phone. It does help out heaps, so get around it, do it, or we'll fight ya. Uh, Big thanks to From Oslo for the intro and outro song, as well as House Hats, Joshua Delorado's Fascinated Goldmines Ramshackle Alami, that's Gaz's band, Iowa Sex Should Green, 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp. Have you got a Bandcamp? Bandcamp, we do have a bandcamp. Yeah, you should. Band Spotify, the best one. all those things. Triple J on Earth Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Yeah. Remember, NBA Australia, sports, Australian bands. Yeah, so should you. All right, that's it for today. We're back on deck tomorrow. No skid or anything because uh, it's very fucking late. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. Thanks, Gaz. See ya All right, this is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And later, Hosen.